0: Hey guys, have you ever thought about starting your own podcast? When I was trying to get this podcast off the ground, I had a lot of questions like, how do I record an episode? How do I get my show into the apps all the people like to listen to? And how do I make money from my podcast? Well, the answer to every one of these questions is really simple. It's called Anchor. Anchor is a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing your podcast. And best of all, it's 100% free and extremely easy to use. And now... Anchor can match you with great sponsors who want to advertise on your podcast. That means you can get paid to podcast right away. In fact, that's what I'm doing right now by reading this ad. I've been using Anchor now for, oh, almost a year, and I really enjoy it. It's a lot easier than any of the other podcast apps I've ever tried. And again, it's free, guys. It really is free. It doesn't cost anything. Uh, So, if you want to get started on a podcast and making money doing it, then go to anchor.fm slash start. That's anchor.fm slash start. Anchor, the best way to podcast.
1: This is the Ranger Report Podcast. News, insights, predictions, interviews and information about the Texas Rangers from the Major Leagues to the Minor Leagues. And now, here are your hosts, Ben Dieter and C.J. Berryman.
0: We are joined by Jeff Wilson of the Fort Worth Star-Telegram. Jeff, how are you doing
1: today, sir? Doing great. How about you, Moon?
0: Doing all right. Glad to have made it through that winter storm. Of course, you're in Arizona now, so you have really nice weather.
1: Yeah, it's it's a joke. It's it's you know in the last couple of springs the weather's been crappy, but uh, so far so good. I think it might rain a little bit Sunday, but I'm in no position to complain. I'll just leave it at that.
0: Well, let's start with Chu going to Korea. Uh, many people are confused on why he didn't stay in the majors, but you wrote an article lining out the reasons for his going to play in Korea. Can you speak a little to us why he made that decision?
1: Yeah, you know he um, he, he, he he's just a good guy. All right, first of all, he very very uh, um, puts a lot of thought into his decisions. Uh, he has a lot of pride. Uh, but he's like a great family man. And, you know, we've all seen what he does in the community. Um, he had chances to sign with MLB teams, not, not the Rangers. Um, I guess that they, he spoke with JD early in the offseason and was told that the Rangers weren't going to spend any money. So uh, that pretty much ended that. I mean, and she was realistic. He wasn't expecting 20 million a year. Like, like he'd been paid, but, he also uh thinks that he's still a good player and 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 is worthy of playing every day and is better than some of the outfielders who got like that nice nice contracts this offseason also he he wasn't getting the money that other players who um it might, might not be as good as him we're getting. And I think Kyle Schwarber, uh, who's horrible defensively. I know Chu's not a Golden Glove winner, but, you know, Chu is faster than Kyle Schwarber. He plays better defense. Schwarber might hit home runs, but that's about it. So I think Chu was pretty upset to, to not get... A contract. So um, he, he started looking in Korea and uh, he gets to go home, play in front of his mom and dad for the first time ever. And um, you know, he's a, he's a star in, in Korea. So he's going to go there and, and kind of, you know, give back some appreciation to the fans who have supported him during his career. And I don't know, who knows? I and mean, what if he tears it up in Korea? Maybe, maybe he gets an offer from an MLB team next year, but he's, he's going to live in Texas um, that's where his, you know, he built a house in Southlake recently and his kids are all in school there. So, um, he's, he's not going anywhere, at least not permanently. Jeff,
2: uh, we've been monitoring the infield situation, obviously since, uh, the, the season's end and the trade of Elvis Andrews, uh, what we've really been looking at lately, Ben and I have is the room O'Dor door situation. Uh, what's the, what's the situation there with him moving to third base?
1: And is this kind of a last gasp effort for the Rangers to make that work? Well, it, it, it kind of seems like it, um, when, uh, when we were walking from our designated area today, back to, uh, back to the press box, he, what he was getting instruction at, at third base from Kenny Holmberg, who he's going to be the AAA manager, but he was the, uh, infield coordinator the last couple of years and, you know, just like where to position and, and, um, it's, it's truly someplace he hasn't played, um, in the major leagues, or, or since the Rangers signed him, I think he played there for Venezuela in the World Baseball Classic a few years ago. Uh, because uh, you know Altuve is the was the second baseman, but you know it, it's it, it's hard to judge just on one day, of course. And uh, but but O'Dor took at bats against Arihara today, and uh, you know never faced Arihara. That's fine, but Arihara twisted him up. I mean, just just didn't he didn't have a chance you know he hit a couple he had a couple balls but they were outs um you know and and the rangers throughout the offseason as you guys know really played up you know how much they talked about solak playing second base and wanting to commit to him so uh it's something to watch for sure i mean odor might be the opening day second baseman it's entirely possible um but you know that would leave you know, think about it, it would leave Brock Holt or Charlie Culberson as a third baseman. So um, I don't know if that's the, the Rangers best team. I don't know. what. I, don't, I, I know that Odor, barring an unbelievable turnaround, uh, doesn't need to be playing every day. And I think that's been I think the Rangers have known that for a few years and uh, they're, they're just finally now uh, committed to that.
0: Yeah, I couldn't agree more with that. Um, all right. What was the thinking behind taking Jordan Lyles out of the rotation and moving him into the bullpen?
1: He, You know, he, he's still got a chance to start. He, he if you look back at his career, I mean, he's had some really good seasons that included time in the bullpen. I, I don't I don't know that he's going to like that. Uh, I don't think he likes that idea. I think he makes too much money for, 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 for that to happen. Um, uh, but there might be instances where he's, you know, somebody pitches in front of him. I think he was most effective last year after the Rangers used, used an opener. Yeah. The, the stuff, the, the, you know, the, everything so far that we've heard is that the stuff is better. That, that he seems more, um, determined or, or whatever you want to, want to say. You know, he, he should be after, uh, what he went through last year. But, you know, he's, uh, the, the one thing that, that he can do is that he can eat innings and the Rangers need innings. Uh, he may not be able to throw as many as Kyle Gibson and Arihara and, uh, Fulton Nevich, but, you know, that, that that's something the Rangers are still going to feel the team this year, even though they're rebuilding and they still want to be competitive. Um, so I think that, that you can see Lyles in a couple different roles, but it wouldn't surprise me if he's a full, if, he, if he's, you know, technically a reliever, you know, somebody, somebody you know, opens for him. Uh, but I think. You'll see plenty of them. And, and maybe he rebounds, you know, felt like he did a couple of years ago in Milwaukee, and maybe the Rangers can get something for him at the deadline. I don't know. But it's, uh, it definitely didn't work out very well last year.
2: To piggyback on that behind Gibson and Arihara and uh, Fultonevich. That opens up a, a, a two roster rotation spots with four young guys by, uh, vying for those two spots with Kobe Allard, Dane Dunning, Kyle Cody, and Taylor Hearn. If you look at the depth chart as it stands right now on TexasRangers.com. so what do you think about the those three and and who who do you think would be the odd man out right now and who would be the front runner for those for those last two spots?
1: In my mind, Lyles is still going to be in the rotation. I you know I just don't see that. Not happening. But if it doesn't, then Dunning and, and Cody, uh, Kyle Cody, I think are, are the, the the two front runners. They're the guys who were who were best last year. You know, Allard was terrible. Uh, I don't know that the Rangers want to do like a West Benjamin, um, you know, a guy who has been a you know effective recently in the minor leagues and wasn't bad last year. But yeah, you know, I don't think they're wowed by his stuff, and I wouldn't be surprised if he starts some games at some point but and, and it's also possible that the rangers could could set up some so a piggyback situation where um you know maybe maybe cody follows dunning and uh or, or allard follows lyle's or or lyle's follows our something like that um it's they haven't decided i mean it's it's a it seems like this is kind of a by the seat of their pants type of thing they know there are guys that can't manage innings and, and uh, you know dunning and uh, cody are coming off of tommy John surgery a couple years ago they haven't had a full season yet allard didn't pitch a ton last year so it's just going to be a, a hodgepodge there's going to be a lot of options burned you know a lot a lot of miles burned up between round rock and and, and arlington this year um, a lot of a lot of transactions and i think a lot of it's just going to be trying to figure out how to, how to save bullets for these guys and how not to get them injured.
0: Yeah, I think that's true as well. All right, let's move on to the uh, infield situation. What does Ronald Guzman have to do to win that starting job at first base after the struggles he's had the last few years and the fact that they got someone to play first base this year?
1: Yeah, yeah, it seems seems like uh, the deck is kind of stacked against him. But then he went out and was fantastic uh, in, in the Dominican uh, Winter League, and you know, so it's not, it's definitely not the major leagues. But there's some major league arms down there, and um, uh, I, I, I think the Rangers saw something. Approach standpoint, maybe a, a new determination. I mean, Guzman's out of options. Uh, he's he's not a dummy. You know, he 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 knows what the Rangers did with you know acquiring Nate and and what they said at the time. So um, you know, I I just uh, I've known Ronald since he was eighteen. It, it just seems like he's been a, a late bloomer um, throughout. You know, he shoot, he was at uh, he, well, he was at High a for three seasons or low A for three seasons. I mean that. That then parts of three seasons, at least that's crazy. And and then he, and then he picked it up and moved quickly to triple A and then and, and into the majors. And now he's kind of stuck again. So maybe that's the motivation. Maybe he, maybe he does, maybe he did figure something out. You know I mean? It takes a lot of times it takes failure like that for a guy to, to wake up. That's what happened with Nelson Cruz way back in, in 2008. So I, I, I hope that uh, Ronald is on the team. Uh, I, I, I like him tremendously. Uh, he's a very good defensive player uh he's you know he's fun to watch play for space um when he hits the ball i mean he can hit it he can hit it as long as anybody he really can uh but you know the rangers the rangers went and got Nate Lowe for a reason they traded some good prospects uh to get him and and it seems like you know they 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 see something in Lowe low that they hadn't seen in Guzman and maybe that's changed maybe it hasn't uh you know Guzman's got that long swing because he's he's so so darn tall and and big uh lowe's a little more compact there's been more consistently there consistency there so uh we'll see what happens i i think i think there's a way that the rangers could carry both of them um which would be interesting but I you know just the you know that that uh not having options, that's that's always a big factor when it comes to roster decisions at the end of camp. Uh, so if Guzman has a good camp, I, I think it's going to be hard for the Rangers to, to DFA him. And, and furthermore, I think it would be hard for him to get through.
2: And this is a fun question for a, a fan favorite uh, over the over the past few years, obviously, with the line to the Shields uh, traded last year for Corey Kluber in the trade with the Indians. Uh, do you think
1: he makes the opening day roster? Uh, I, boy, it pains me to say it, but I I don't, you know, the, the Rangers seem really, really committed to Leody Tavares. I mean, it's, they, they want him to be a center fielder. It's that simple, you know, and you you look at this rebuilding thing and and all the prospects who came up last year and those are on their way, you know, Tavares, I think, made the the best impression and, and the defense, is is phenomenal uh you know the rangers want to have they want to be better defensively and he he makes them better uh they do have david Dahl, who can also play center field and he's a little bit slow um at least from a defensive standpoint a throwing standpoint after you know having shoulder surgery in the off season but uh he is another guy who, who could play center uh, and give Tavares a day off or whatever. And really the, the thing that I think hurt the uh, shields as much as anything was uh, the Andrus Chris Davis trade, because they the Rangers now have an extra outfielder DH and uh, you know, Calhoun was, uh, it seemed like lined up to be, um, the DH, but but now you've got Chris Davis, and so you know that's a platoon. It looks like, but uh, at DH, one of them is going to have to be on the bench, and you know it's hard to have. Too many tanks on the bench, too many one dimensional people on the bench, even even in the American League. So it, it may end up costing the Shields, which stinks because, you know, you know, here's another guy who uh, the media has come to to get to know and, and really, really like. We, we didn't like seeing him traded last year. I mean, he's a insightful guy, speaks his mind. Uh, And he can he can be a good player. Uh, I I just don't know that the the, the bats there and it'll be a shame if if he doesn't make it. But I really think it's I think he's on the outside looking in.
0: Okay, uh, what uh, you just mentioned, Calhoun and Chris Davis. First of all, do you think that Chris Davis will be here at the end of or at the end of spring training? Or do you think the Rangers might move him for some prospects? And you think it's going to be a platoon between him and Calhoun?
1: Yeah, that's that's the way I see it, and I, you know, the Rangers have talked about um, him him being on the roster. I mean, you know, the question was, voted oh, that they, they got him. You know, is is he going to be even in spring training? And uh, he is. I mean, I, you know, and now if he comes out and has a huge camp and makes adjustment and draws interests at the at the end of. And, you know at the end of camp or in that that last week before the season starts you know it wouldn't surprise me if he was dealt i mean that would that would be a better that would that would be better for the rangers of course now he's he's paid he's getting paid a ton of money he's at 16.75 million i think it is and uh you know teams right now with with a you know a few exceptions are not spending a ton of money and and you know 16.75 might not have seemed like a lot a couple of years ago, but that's a, that's a ton of money right now. If, if teams are as financially strapped as they're claiming to be. So uh, it'll be hard to move. The Rangers might have to eat a lot of it if they wanted to move them. Um, and, and I, I think they would, I, I just, you know, he, he's older. He's only going to be here for one year. He, he absolutely does not fit, but you know, then again, the Rangers offense was so awful last year. And if they want to be somewhat competitive or at least make it look like they're they're actually trying this year, uh, maybe they do keep them. I don't know. But it's just it, it doesn't seem it doesn't seem like a fit. And, you know, it, it, it's apparent that it was a salary for salary type of move. Um, would, would, you know, Do the, would, would the Rangers eat 16 million? I, I, I don't see. I don't see it. Um, they might eat some of it. If a team you know is desperate enough to 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 want them, but um as of right now, I think the Rangers are preparing to have him on the opening day roster and
2: Jeff, let's turn to joey gallo uh he is going to be he's slated to be in right field this year, uh, but it just has a feel to it that he might not be a part of the long term future plans. I know it's hard to say that right now, but do you see him being a part of a deal come August if he is healthy? And uh, do you think the Rangers are willing to move him right now?
1: Well, I mean, he's got to be—he's he's, got to be healthy, uh, literally and figuratively. I mean, he can't. A, a team is not going to want the Joey Gallo that—that that, uh, was on the field last year. I mean, hit, hit one eighty-one, um, looked lost at times. Great defender, obviously Gold Glove, but I, I can't. You know, who who, who would want to acquire that guy going into the last year? uh, of his, uh, contractual control, which is what it would be. So, um, I don't know. I, I, I personally think the Rangers should, should attempt to, to extend a, you know, a short deal, maybe buy out a couple of years of free agency. Um, you know, not spend a ton, but, you know, a little bit more, I, I was making around six this year, a little over six, you know, um, and that's going to go up next year. So f- figure something out. But, uh, I, I, th- I think he wants to be here and, uh, you know, somebody who, uh, wants to win, obviously wants to be great that, uh, you know, and, and another thing, uh, While they have some some outfielders who they might in the minors who they think they might be able to slide in. They don't have anybody with the potential that he has. I mean, steel walker. No, Uh, Baron Laura has never played as a professional. So uh, I I think I think Gallo should, should there should be an effort to keep Gallo.
0: I agree with All you. All right, what uh, what is kind of the mood this year that the players actually get back to what looks like it's going to be a full spring training and then a full game? Kind of what's the mood going on out there in Arizona right now?
1: Well, I mean everybody everybody seems to be uh, uh, enjoying themselves. You know, there doesn't seem to be any uh, hesitancy as as far as uh, uh, COVID is concerned. I mean, obviously. These guys who are all in the field all went through the intake testing. They all tested negative, so um, they they really don't have much reason to to fear it. In, in you know my estimation, as long as they're uh, sticking to the protocols that the MLB is requiring of them, and I haven't I haven't seen any of them. Well, I've been out, and and you know Arizona is. Arizona is fairly open, not not quite like Texas, but um, you know, restaurants are open. And uh, but the, the Rangers, Rangers players and, and staff aren't aren't permitted to go there for at least. I think I think it's going to be revisited on Monday. Uh, maybe some outdoor dining, but um, you know, as lo- uh, the players are confident based off of surviving last season. You know, it was terrible. I think in a lot of ways for them. You know, they couldn't go out. Uh, they didn't have an outlet for. You know, after a bad game, they couldn't go to a bar and knock back a few. So, um, there there was a mental there was a mental side that, that I don't think has uh, been reported enough for you know, the way it affected some people. But uh, you know, right now everything everything is uh, you know green lights all around. I, there there doesn't seem to be any hesitation uh, and or any concern that this isn't going to get pulled off.
2: And obviously, there's going to be a lot of looking forward uh, for folks like us. But uh, the Rangers have the second pick of the draft this year. And um, there's been a lot of buzz about Jack Leiter from Vanderbilt. Uh, Is that a a player the Rangers would want? Or is it just fodder for guys like us at this point?
1: Hey, look, the, the Rangers can't screw this up. All right, <laughs> you don't you don't yeah. draft second very yeah. often. They drafted what fourth a few years ago and took Dylan Tate, and not a not a great draft choice as it turns out. I mean, Tate's in the major leagues, but he's a reliever now. He, you know, and the Rangers are able to get Carlos Beltran for him, and at the time it looked like it you know a, an okay deal considering what Beltran had been doing with the Yankees. But then he came here and stunk, and the Rangers are out of a draft pick. So uh, you, you just don't mess this up. There, there's, there's no way around it. And, and look, Jack Leiter, it seems like, based on what he did over the weekend, <laughs> is doing just fine, you know. And um, it, it's interesting, you know, the, the acquisition of, of Jonah Heim uh, gives, gives the Rangers three young catchers. And there's the kid from Miami, uh, Del Castillo, who's, who's thought to be one of the best hitters in, in college ball right now. Uh, you got sh the, the Jordan Lawler the the shortstop from up the street um over at Dallas Jesuit um you know boy you, you take a prep guy here you know and he's great. If he's great and you believe he is, I guess you do. You know, the, the Royals took the Bobby Wood a couple of years ago, high school guy, shortstop. Uh, they're a long way off. You know, maybe Bobby Wood isn't. I don't know. Maybe, maybe Jordan Lawler would, would, would be the next phenom uh, f- and then be in the majors in two years and, and, you know, crushing it at shortstop. I don't know. But uh, you know, if you, if you kind of look at the Rangers depth chart, I know, I know they say they don't look at that when they're acquiring amateur talent, but they've got a lot of, good short stops. They have good catching. Like I just mentioned, they don't have, <laughs> they could use pitching, right? Everybody could use pitching. I, I would, I would think they would go with an arm. And if it turns out that, 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 uh, lighter is there and kicking butt and, and looks like he's going to, uh, be, be a legitimate starting pitcher in the major leagues, I think they would have to have to go for him if rocker is not available. You know, it, 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 those two guys seem like they're far and away uh, the two best pitchers in, in the college game. And uh, if that's the route the Rangers want to take and Lighter's there, I'd, I'd, I'd be surprised if they didn't take him.
0: I would agree with that. All right. Um, last question, you know, out there while you're in Arizona. Do you get to play a lot of golf? And I talked to—I asked on Twitter if anyone had any questions they wanted me to ask you. And uh, John Moore from the Rangers Nation podcast wanted me to ask you what your handicap was.
1: Oh, well, my handicap uh, is a lack of opportunities <laughs> to play. Um, I, I I wish. I, I tell you what, this is my 14th spring on the beat, and I have never played a round of golf. I've I've hit, I've hit balls. Um, you know, there, there's no doubt about that. One, one year I was on the, I was on the injured list and, and couldn't, couldn't swing a club. Um, but, uh, I, I, I wrestled with bringing my clubs, uh, this time I'm uh, but I, I didn't now I'm gonna go home so maybe I'll bring them for the second leg but you know it, it's it's really frustrating too because there's so many darn golf courses out here you drive you know I drive by I don't know five or six just just on the way of the ballpark and uh, they're beautiful they're in great shape and they're calling my name but uh, I tell you what, it, it just hasn't happened. And I, I wish it, I wish it would. I wish, you know, I, I wish that I was more committed to that and less committed to work, I guess. I, I don't know if my boss would would, would like me to, to say that, but um, man, it, it's, it's tough. Believe me, it's tough, especially on a day like today. Holy cow. It's perfect. Today is perfect. Today would be the perfect golf conditions. And I'm just sitting here in my hotel room, uh, working on a Kohei Arihara story and talking to you guys. So, uh, so, so something went wrong in the planning, I guess.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, Jeff, thank you so much for your time. Appreciate it. Have a good time out there in Arizona and we'll talk to you again soon.
1: All right, guys. That sounds good. I appreciate you. Thanks for listening to the Ranger Report podcast. Find us on Twitter, Facebook, and at the ranger